crazy seeing you here. For me, uh, I'm I'm Andrew Lazat, the uh, host of this podcast, Punch Up Your Life, uh, the only show where people come in and they pitch me their life as if it's an amazing Hollywood blockbuster film, and you know we talk about it, we punch it up, we add sound effects, and you know maybe we talk about some real things too. Mm, yeah, are you ready? Open your hearts. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm doing great. You look great. We're we're both doing great. Congratulations. Uh, our guest this week is the amazing Ava Julian. Ava, uh, we know each other originally from Winnipeg. Uh, she does stand up comedy. She uh, was one of the members of the improv Dungeons and Dragons improv troupe that do quite well for themselves. Uh, you should just follow her on all the things. Another interesting fact about her is she was one of the original bartenders at Comedy Bar, and she's just got this amazing uh, comedy lore around her. She she goes where the action is, which kind of brings us to what the conversation is about. I thought we were going to get into just a fun, silly like travel movie, live, laugh, love, get into it, that kind of a thing. But uh, this this is a really nice conversation, you guys. It gets it gets pretty deep, pretty fast. Real emotions and feelings, and they're they're all uh, centered in a very real place. And that's why uh, Ava is great. She has always been great. Just a strong, independent person to look up to. Um, and and. That's what this episode is about, is, is wanderlust and finding yourself and accepting yourself and finding the space to be yourself. It, it ended up being, like, pretty, pretty touching, you guys. I don't, you know, uh, I don't claim to know Oprah or, or have her finesse and skills, but it gets some pretty... Uh, super soul Sunday, like really look yourself in the mirror kind of stuff. And I'm happy to have this conversation with her. Um, it didn't set out to be political and it, it still isn't, but it does talk about the time we are living in and I'll, I'll leave it at that. Uh, yeah, it's very topical and of the moment, but I think I honestly walked away from it feeling lighter, like, uh, it's just a good conversation. There are laughs. I'm not going to lie. We, we crack each other up. We giggle and guffaw. Um, but I would say this is one of the more like grounded and just chill episodes. And I'm okay with that. And I think in quarantine, that's a big part of what we should be looking for. So without further ado, uh, the always incredible Ava Julian, everyone. So hi Ava. Hi. Lizzie, I haven't I haven't seen you in forever. It's been some years. Yes. Yeah. Uh, How you been? Not bad. Um, we I I never really because you're such a globe trotter. So when we set up this interview, I actually didn't know where you were in the world. I thought you were still in New York. 
oh, you know this what? whole that time. Is, um, aside from, where are you from? Uh, did you? That is the next question I get asked most often. I. <laughs> well, I've never known you to stay in one city too long. Oh no, you're you're correct, sir. I don't like. I mean, uh, we're both from Winnipeg originally, but yeah, for sure we are. Let the people know. Uh, both from Winnipeg. I feel like um, I'm not, I'm near your old neighborhood. Prob well, you know, I, not to bring out the drama right away, but child of divorce, so you could be talking about St. <laughs> Boniface or River Heights. I'm not near either one of those, but I'm glad we got into it so early into the conversation. Did we go, did we go to the <laughs> same high school? No, I, we definitely I definitely did met not. you through Chad, but okay. Yeah, Chad, I think, went to your high school. Yeah. You went to Calvin? Yeah, Chad yes. went to your high school. I Chad taught me everything I know about improv, and that's why yeah. I'm not famous and doing a podcast. It's all his fault. Um, Chad's not famous either. He, he told me he was when we he's, started this. He says he's famous in certain circles, which are... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So no, it's still true. Small. No, I'm... Yeah. <laughs> he's one of the people I am supposed to interview soon, so we'll get into that. Okay. I'm going to, I'll grill him. But, um, something I find interesting about you is you both, you were one of the original cast members of Dungeons and Dragons Improv. <laughs> I wasn't actually one of the originals. But what? I, I, no, they were, they've been doing Red River Serial. That's the name of the theater company. They've been doing, they did it a couple years before I joined. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I, I did that. a separate thing with, oh, no, that would have been soap scum. But, um, wow. you know, since then, I don't know what, what your improv or performing background has been like since you since you left. But I do know that you're also sort of a, a Toronto comedy bar historian. I am. Um, uh, yeah, I, I got the people drunk. Yeah. You yeah. were always just around comedy. And yeah. traveling. Yeah, yeah. That was wonderful and also problematic. Um, I was, for for everyone who doesn't know me, um, I worked at a place called Comedy Bar for about, like, I want to say, like, three-plus years as a bartender. And uh, I wasn't doing too much performing in that time. So it really gave me a lot of time to think about local Toronto communities. <laughs> And the nuances right. of their mental health. Well, and and I think this plays nicely into the movie you pitched me. Yes. Um, do 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 we want to stop the foreplay and just uh, do, do you want to uh, say your pitch? Sure, we can do that. Absolutely, we can. Okay, let me just like, <coughs> yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> Wait, do I, I apologize more? to Matt while he edits this later. Uh, Matt, I don't know you. Do I know you? Uh, but I am not sorry. Oh. Um, okay. So here's the pitch. A desperately lonesome Ava, that's me, on the brink of her 30s, leaves everything behind to move from the os the hospital. I can't say, the I can write the word. I can't say the word. Like... The, the the very new age hippie vibe of Vancouver to the cold, like harsh hustle of New York City. Ooh. 
Yeah. Wait, and this is this is very you. This is yeah. This is very me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So so I gotta say, uh, well, first of all, um, I'm assuming that those two cities exist as characters in and of themselves in this film. So what what are some of the differences between uh, paint me Vancouver and then paint me New York a little bit? Happily, Vancouver. It is like, um, you know when you look out the window and you're like, wow, it's so nice out. It's beautiful. Today's going to be such a good day. Everything's going to go my way. And then you step out the door and all of a sudden it's windy and it's actually much colder than you think it is and you are not dressed for that occasion. Um, and you feel betrayed. That's Vancouver. Um, New York. New York is like when you find uh, a piece of gum on the sidewalk that's still wrapped perfectly in its wrapper and you're like, ew, that's gross. But then you're like, <laughs> is anyone looking? My breath is bad. I'm desperate. Yeah. Let me try this. And you, you chew it and it's the best gum you've ever had. It's got that little like popple crackle to it that you never, you don't really get to experience in day-to-day gum. I feel like you just that's explained new. pizza rat as a philosophy. Pizza Rat, an improv guy, filmed that. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, his his name is Matt Little, and oh. um, for sure there have been occasions where he's been booked for things, thinking that he was Mark Little. So, oh yeah. Uh, shout out to, to Mark. Mark was supposed to be my first guest on this podcast before quarantine. Oh, do we have beef? No, 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 no. I completely understand him not wanting to do a podcast in quarantine in the first, like, week. Um, uh, No, Mark's great. Um, (laughs) So far, this has just been spilling the tea. But no, I love the imagery so far. It's a very arty film. I love the the lone piece of gum sticking Mm -hmm. on the ground. Mm -hmm. Now, I found it interesting because you also lived in Toronto, which is the New York of Canada. So what's what's the difference between Toronto and New York? Um, the shawarma. Uh, it's, you know. Um, okay, so if New York is a piece of um, prized hidden gum, I feel like Toronto is like a dinner mint. That's still like, it's just like the wrapping is just a little bit open. It's not quite the, it's delicious. You're like, this is not what I was expecting or wanting. But you're like, I thought dinner mints were just things you give to your teacher at Christmas. But mm, mm, mm. it's pretty good, it's pretty good. And you share off a piece with friends because it's, you know, it's big enough to share with friends. As, as someone who um, does teach, the dinner mints are real <laughs> and it's probably one of the things that keeps me coming back to contract <laughs> teaching. Looks after eights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. no, those are the ritzy ones. Those are those are special occasion ones. Those are for the best teachers. Uh, okay, so why 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 this? Why was this the story you chose and wanted to tell? I feel like it's because um, Vancouver needs to be called out on its shit. Uh, okay, and, and I want to spend millions of dollars for my personal vendetta. That's bit 
Wait, are you saying you're saving money living in New York as opposed to Vancouver during this, during the world of this film? No, no, no. There is no money to be saved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, yeah, no, I was just like, this is going to take a weird conspiracy turn that I'm on board for. Oh, um, okay. I, yeah, I appreciate yeah, yeah. that you think I'm smart enough to come up with a conspiracy. Cons- you know, those words are big. Conspiracy theory. We'll come up with a conspiracy theory by the end of this. Oh, um, so okay. It you you talk about you're on the verge of your 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 thirties. You're in yeah. your twenties mm-hmm. in Vancouver, and you mm-hmm. have to move to New York. So what what do you have to get out of your system in your twenties? What I mean, haven't you done yet? I mean, there's the obvious. Uh, boning, you know, you gotta bone for more people, for sure. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. You can't. You, yeah. Right. You can't just continue to keep boning, um, a, a, like a region of, of folks into your thirties if you haven't set those seeds in your twenties. You know, it's like you can't harvest in the fall if you didn't put those plants <laughs> in the ground. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. So yeah. you just wanted you wanted some variety, mm-hmm. and was was there a moment that uh, made you go like, "Fuck Vancouver, I'm out of here"? Yeah. Was there a specific? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm sure there was. Um, I'd say the "fuck Vancouver" was uh, when my main character Ava, um, mm-hmm. she uh, was working at a um, a West Coast brewery and uh they so vancouver so vancouver so vancouver and uh amidst it she you know she noticed when she was handing people their after work beers their beers were 950 for a canadian sized pint of lager right right well that's not she doesn't put up with this sort of injustice that's schooner money uh huh. And people were coming back day after day to have mediocre beer and pay ten dollars a pop, not including tip. That didn't leave. And let me just say, it doesn't leave a lot of room for tip. So, um, so what? Oh no, keep going. Nope, that was it. That was it. What? So what did what did you want more of? What were what were you like? I need to go where this thing is happening. How how were you unfulfilled? Was it all just boning? No, no, it wasn't just boning. Boning is a key element. Um, I don't want us to forget that. No, it's like you pray love, but one of them is boning. Yeah. The love is boning. The eating is boning, too. (laughs) If you're doing it right. Um. I think I think uh, it was that human connection, that real, that grit, that realness, that you know, you don't get when everyone goes home uh, after work because it's raining. I find that very interesting because normally it's like someone coming from the country to make it in the big city, but you're coming from a big city to make it in an even bigger city. Bigger city, yeah. Like Defined, you came with yeah. a fancier straw hat and overalls. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's a scarecrow. Um, yeah, came as a fancy scarecrow into into New York. So what? Um, 
we talked about what you wanted to get out of your system, but what did you also know had to die about yourself from your 20s going into your 30s? I mean, I think it's, the, uh, it's a classic uh, patriarchy mindset that has to die within a woman, you know, that she has to uphold a certain look and vibe and um, posture. Because, you know, when it's plus 35 and there's no air conditioning on that subway, that posture goes right out the window. If there was a window, yeah, yeah, yeah. there are no windows. There's no more posture. There's just hunching. There's yeah, hunching and you gotta, yeah, you got to be okay with that and be like, I'm first and foremost, my comfort is a beyond a man's gaze. So I just, I think the, the notion of a man's gaze had to die. And that was, that was a very... That was more about your 20s than it was about Vancouver? Actually, no, it, it ties in uh, well. In Vancouver, to be, there's a, a harsh competition for men in Vancouver. Um, there aren't tons of them, and they all love when you hike. Uh, I don't know if you've ever gone for a hike. It's just really hard walking. Yeah, no, yeah. I've, I've hiked. I don't make a habit of it. Yeah, it's terrible. Now, could you imagine to be validated as a partner and even as a, a bone partner? You have to spend your whole Saturday day hard walking in dirt. Ooh, possible yeah. title, hard walking. <laughs> oh, that's something I should bring up is uh, do you, who do you want to play you in the movie of your life? It's you, of course. Oh, it's me? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We get I know how to play no, with my audiences. Yeah. Am I doing any type of, like, contouring, or is it just like, no, I'm going to challenge the norms, and it is going to be just as shocking? I'm, well, what I was imagining, picturing, is that we would contour just a little, just a little browser, and for the most part, we push your hair back, really show off that bone structure you got. You got a strong bone structure, so... Thank you. I feel like not enough people notice it. Um, oh, it's definitely, it's, it's, it's cheekbones and it's a Roman nose. Is that it? I know you have a strong chin. And I do have a strong chin. I have a, I have a quarantine beard right now though. So it's, Oh, what a shame. I mean, <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, I definitely let my, uh, my roommate give me a haircut in the bathtub. In the bathtub? Yeah, and we discovered he's very good at uh, cutting hair. So, oh um, wow, yeah, yeah, that's great. It's actually, one of my favorite haircuts. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, that'll be the take a picture. We'll put on the poster. Okay. All right. Um, okay. So I got to say, uh, in the in the soundtrack as well, what mm -hmm. what is what is the the sound of Vancouver versus New York? I feel like Vancouver is. Um, it's like this kind of mixture of uh, yoga chimes, uh, a woodwind quarter mixed with um, elevator jazz. You know, jazz that like doesn't ever actually like get to the point or like feels like it's going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like Mostly that. So flute. Yeah, a lot of flute, wood quarter, and chimes kind of vibe. It's very like it's a hard thing to put together. You don't want to. Um, but that's, that's, that's what I'm envisioning, and I'm sure we can get the right um, musicians to pull that off. 
and I got to imagine that the, the, the copyright on elevator music is pretty lax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can just open up a Hallmark card and just pause in the jazz music you know the cards that open up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my mom loves the cards that open up. I don't think oh. I've seen a regular card for the past decade. I just got my friend a, a birthday card. Um, it says you're a... Can, I'm sorry, this is off track. I know our meeting is very... Oh, no, it'll tie in. Um, I promise you. <laughs> I got her a birthday card that said uh, you're a pop star, and it's a Pop-Tart singing and dancing with a microphone. Oh, well, that's just good, clean fun. Yeah, it's from it's Queenie adorable. Cards. It's from Queenie Cards in Toronto, actually. Aww. Shout out to Queenie Cards, who I didn't know of uh, up until an hour ago. What what song is the Pop-Tart singing? Michael Bublé. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. All the, they all sound the same, so I can't really tell you what exactly, which one it is. But it's you had, <laughs> I, I love the pause. That just that that was our Oprah moment of you opening up and being brave. <laughs> it was Michael Bublé in the card. Did, oh, <laughs> what year did you move to New York? Because that's going to obviously um, yeah, have an impact gonna, on the soundtrack. This is right before Trump got elected. Yeah, this was months prior to his election. Oh, that's right, because I, I visited you down there. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. When I was doing an interview thing. Uh, you did was. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I I was working with Paul at uh, Showbiz oh, yeah. Monkeys. Shout out to um, Paul. And I was going to go see one of the first um, Colbert Show recordings. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. Wow. That, that's a whole other thing. So, okay, what's the soundtrack in New York? Uh, New York is, it's like, um, oh man, how do I, it's like kind of this raunchy R&B, you know? It's, it's black voices, it's uh, Latinx voices, and uh, then with the spoken word of Spike Lee over top. Ooh, good choice. Yeah. Um, did is Spike Lee directing this? No, God no, no. Okay, all right. Uh, I just, he he asked, and I was like, "Get out of here, Spikey." Okay, because I could yeah. see this, or if it is going on like a movie of of, of self journey. If this was a a romantic movie, it would be of necessarily self love. Would you say that? Yeah, it's 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 got it's got the nuance of race. Sexuality and yearning. Okay. Yeah, it's about is, it's it's, a, it's yeah. It's a lot. We don't okay. we don't do things simple here. Because actually, on here, I'm like, who's directing this? Spike Lee or uh, Linklater? And yeah, but I don't know if Linklater could pull that off because he does those movies, but they're very white. Yeah, it's, I don't know who that is. Oh, um, he did Boyhood. He did that, like, uh, uh, Before Sunset with, like, Ethan Hawke. And, uh, no idea. Yeah. yeah. He's in there with the uh, Under the Tuscan Sun genre. Oh, yeah. I definitely do not know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Okay. So, yeah, young Ava has just moved to New York. Uh -huh. What 
what is your what is your goal? Uh, the goal is to uh, refine myself outside of a white world. And I know it's very politicized right now, but that's the reality. It was right. to find myself outside of a hard walking white, too much pain for beer white world. So what did you, uh, first of all, I, I should ask about other characters in this. Like, was there anyone that put this, this wanderlust in you? Absolutely. It turns out I have a sister in New York. Oh, that, that really helps. That does really help. And it really puts a foundation, a strong foundation for a character development between the two of them. Now, and again, this can uh -huh. be edited. You, sure. You, you brought up the, the term, turns out I have a sister in... <laughs> I mean, like, I, I just, I'm speaking as, as I'm writing, when I was writing this, um, I, I didn't realize my character had a sister. I have a sister. I knew it all along, but I didn't know my character had a sister. Things just sort of fall oh, out of okay. me, you know? The creative process is what it is. Did, I, so, is she going to go, like, sleep on her sister's couch, or is she finding the sister? She's... Uh, sleeping on the uh, the air mattress. The couch is an antique from a flea shop. You can't sleep on that couch. It's barely oh, okay. made for setting, sitting. You have to sleep on an air mattress. So there's already, there's like a clash of personality there, necessarily. No, that couch is very fragile. Oh, so you agree that you're just yeah. like, oh no, you don't, you don't mess you don't with that couch. That. Yeah, it's a beautiful All couch. Right. It's a piece. It's a piece of art. You gently perch on it to have a cup of coffee, maybe. If the coffee's not too dark in color, that could potentially yeah. stain. But yeah. Well, I mean, okay, so, so, so your your characters in New York. Yeah, and, characters uh, in New York. Characters in New York with the sister. And is, is the sister taking you on this journey to discover yourself separate of a white world? Or So the sister is providing sort of a mother hen vibe. You know, she takes her under the wing, but in terms of, of discovery, she can't spend too much time. She can't hold her hand because uh, the sister, um, let's call her Tia, uh, Tia yeah. is just herself uh, getting into a high-stress lawyer position as a lawyer. That's so she. That's that's just great writing. Thank you. I I love the layers that are yeah. going on. Thank you. Yeah. So you know she is in her own world. This is the time where she's welcoming her sister. Wants her sister, nothing more for her sister to be to feel accepted, but at the same time. She is, her schedule is jam-packed, and she can't uh, be the guide. She, okay. can only, she can only leave breadcrumbs. Right. In, yeah. in this case, uh, she is the mentor, but it's a little bit more like, she, she's your Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes. I don't get that reference, but yes. Oh, 
You're so lucky to not get that reference. She basically, Thank you. she shows you what a lightsaber is, and then you go off on your own journey with the lightsaber. It's like a Harry works. Potter glitch thing, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Harry she, Potter. She gives you your wand. There we go. Oh, why didn't you just say that at first? She, I don't know if this is that. I'll get, I'll get letters. I'll get letters about this, but she's your serious black? That's... I mean, she's darker than me, but maybe, I don't know if like, I call yes. her, like, my serious black. <laughs> but um, bum uh, Okay. So, so uh, is... She's obviously happy to have you there. Is it causing friction in the relationship, too? Is she's trying to be a, a, a high-powered status lawyer? We're talking, yeah, we're talking about two people who love each other dearly but have not spent an extended amount of time together since they were, even as children, because of the age gap, you know? It's that eight, nine-year gap right when you're like, you know, as as I, as the Ava character is hitting, you know, kind of getting a sense of who she is around age 10, at age 19, Tia is out that house door, you know? There's no time for patty cake and talking about teen beat. Right. There's just, yeah. there's, there's just a gap. There's just, there's just a gap. I love how this is actually, this is a couple different kinds of movies now mm-hmm. that we're mm-hmm. walking mm-hmm. into it. Absolutely. So on your, so, so you're in charge of your own journey, which you yeah. would be anyway. That's what enlightenment yeah. is. Uh, what are, what are the things that, that shocked you in the process that you had to learn? Uh, as, as well, creating this or while living uh, in, in the story yeah, itself off. discovering yourself separate of white culture oh oh yes sorry yeah uh i discovered um that it's okay to wear i uh, know that i'm like it's a good question great question so they say when you when you're trying to buy time. Great question. Yeah, 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 yeah. What was the biggest as uh, the Ava character was the biggest yeah, as the revelations and uh, well, I mean, I, you can I have a series that, of revelations. You know, you're gonna have struggles on the way to your goal. I think one. I mean, if we're talking about um, bone zoning, which uh, PT does, turns out she doesn't really do too much. Um, Maybe Matt can just edit that. In the trailer, we're going to allude that you do more boning because that's just yeah. yeah, yeah. In the whole movie, allude that I that I bone a lot. We're in reality. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Um, But uh, I, I, a the 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 loose kind of um, no ownership of another is one of the uh, revelations of uh, I own no one. No one owns me. Therefore, like there isn't so much pressure to be bought, you know, and so, or to sell yourself to someone else because you are already are your own owner. Um, that's right. You're already enough. You're, I mean, yeah, you can put it in that, that way, or you can just put it like you bought yourself. You are your own slave. You are your own meat at the market. Either or is good. Okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, oh no you finish oh I was going to say second one is that there are uh, such a gradients of 
of what it is to be um, brown, black uh, cultures, you know? It's not just either you are, um, you know, like a stereotypical, per, like a stereotypical uh, person from the television, or you're whitewashed, or you're an immigrant. Those aren't your three options. There's so many things in between, and to sort of find that and where you live in that gradient. That that's beautiful. Is it? <laughs> Yeah, I, it, it takes a lot of people a lot of time to realize that. That's That was the price of admission right there. Or rather, like oh, so. that's not how you market it, but that's what you trick no. people into learning. Yeah, into learning, uh, yeah. You can't, you can't tell people they're going to learn shit. And, um, you got to be like, you're going to see yeah, this yeah, woman yeah. bone. Yeah. Yeah. No one wants to learn shit. <laughs> Um, do a box for, for the sake of, yeah, for the, for, <laughs> for the sake of the box. art and, and the romantic journey of you discovering this, what? <laughs> I'm really into box. B-O-X. I'm learning now. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Do um for, for 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 the sake of you discovering this, are you manifesting this in a character to have a relationship with, or is it uh multiple romantic characters that uh necessarily don't reach a full arc or? Yeah, there's definitely those. Uh, you know, those there are those um learnings and the comeuppance of uh those unachieved un or unseen um relationships of her trying to t try to be owned or like to own something and to claim something um which you know in circumstances that are that's impossible to do that um say it be distant say it be the per the other partner's like personality traits um you know big red flags that say no, this is not the right time or person for a care uh, for a relationship, but trying to so hold DJs. On to it. Are we are we talking about DJs? We're trying to date. DJ oh, oh my god! DJs, well, I didn't. Tattoo I mean, artists. Yeah, DJs absolutely is uh, the character she leaves actually behind. She was dating a DJ, and uh, before she did all this and. And it, it went horribly, or, or it went exactly how you think uh, dating a DJ is going to go. And uh, she tries to, she thinks moving to another city is going to mean, or a different country as well, thinks, thinks it's going to solve all those issues, you know, fresh start, fresh place. Um, but problems can get into luggage, you know? It, it's, oh, yeah. snug, it's snug right in between your underwear and socks. And... Uh, wherever you go, there you are. Yeah. Um, I do have to ask now yeah. that I know about the DJ. Mm -hmm. Is the is there is there a song about your character? Is there like a house track? Uh, no, the DJ was not that considerate. Um, okay. But it, it, there is 
there are certain songs the DJ does play that the knowing that the character favors those songs and you will see at the end i don't want to give too much spoilers but at the end he, she does see not at the end but at one point later on maybe she does see him again and he does play those those uh, songs that she knows he knows will uh, pull on her heartstring but she ain't giving him nothing you know because she's at that point she's learned a little right yeah. She's reclaimed herself and she's reclaimed those songs for herself. She reclaimed that Kid Cudi song, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I love that. Okay. <laughs> so, um, is it, are we then leaning more towards, is it about the, the better romantic relationship she finds on the way? Or is it the relationship with her sister above all else i think it's the sister above or is all it else. all about her journey it okay. is uh it's her journey and also and it's See, intertwined with her sister yeah you know the love is you know there's always going to be a little hard come up and 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 people that come and go at this point in my character's life in this part of the story point of the story but i think right uh, finding the love within a new city new culture that being in love with that finding love with that and then finding love uh within herself and finding her own place and also finding a whole new depth of discovery of the relationship with her and her sister you know one that couldn't have been achieved unless they spent time to get this extended time together to um explore to argue to um what's the word i'm looking for to experience things together you know it's great to 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 be together at christmas you know maybe throw in a little uh, weekend at the cabin but until it's day to day and you're like what bus are you on the number b16 north you're like you should be on b16 east and you're like why are there more than one two b16s you know (laughs) that's when you really get to know how someone functions and communicate. You know how you know how you have a best friend. You go on a trip mm-hmm. to you with them, and then you're like, I cannot stand that. Yeah, yeah. It's who you survive a road trip with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, there's a whole different language. I I gotta ask now because I asked about the DJ song. Does the mm-hmm. sister write like litigation about the sister? Is it like a a say anything moment where she's outside the window and she's like holding up a bill that got passed or a mm-hmm. a court case? Mm-hmm. ruling yeah well no the the sister uh, didn't do that but she uh ordered a bunch of pizzas to the dj's house and that's great you know? and and you know what i love about this talking yeah. about markability you've already got all these micro brew sponsors we've already oh, yeah. mentioned oh, we yeah. can get a shot of the pizza mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, i think about these things and because it's DJ music, we're not paying for full samples because it's only 30-second chunks. Yeah, it's only 30-second chunks. It's a great loophole. Mm-hmm. Over and, and, like, again, with the, uh, the jazz, don't, like you said, I mean, like, this, this movie's going to cost tons, you know? Yeah. It's just going to be this paying is, you, me, Matt, and no one else. Right? Right. Yeah. No, the overhead. The overhead is great. Yeah. Um. I also I have another um, sponsor I wanted to... I already talked to a guy about this. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I should have told you that I already have, like, a partnership kind of lined up. 
Um, okay. So in 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 the story takes place in like Brooklyn, right? In the Haitian mm-hmm. Caribbean community, and one of the things they're known for are these uh, dollar vans. So instead of taking the bus, there's like a couple streets they run down. These are just uh, either white vans or um, old converted short school buses or part oh, that's that, wicked. or party buses that get converted so then they just go up and down this one street and they just they honk and they go boop, 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 boop. and so when you hear one coming if you're too tired to go down the subway or to take a bus you just wave it over and they stop in the middle wherever and they just let you on and I mean, that's that's how everyone's getting to the premiere of this film. That's just that's inside marketing right yeah. there. I'm gonna I mean, still charge people the dollar on the band. Right. Yeah. I also like I'm I'm not opposed to you like having T shirts and keychain merch. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you could uh, use the the name Coca Cola in your Oscar acceptance speech, that would really help a lot. Yeah, um, I was going to go for RC Cola in my acceptance speech. That's, oh yeah, I guess there is RC Cola in the States. What's the one here? Because like, President's Choice Cola was legit good for a while. Do they still make the Black Cherry? Because that was... Oh, I'm not familiar with that. It, it was the best thing ever if you can find it is uh president's choice select black cherry soda was so oh, wow. good and oh, it wow. only cost like 50 cents from oh, a wow. vending machine oh wow, yeah. wow, 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 wow i mean i'm in winnipeg here now at the current moment as we're speaking and uh pizza's on if you walk in a large pizza is seven dollars what at mondays man you just go and you walk in you get a pizza they're like, why would I want vegetables in a real meal when I can just get pizza for some dollars and eat pizza for the next day and a half? That that is pretty great. <sighs> yeah, yeah, Can can I also say, Toronto doesn't have a, a surplus of deli food, and and I haven't found truly great pizza. You haven't found I truly great pizza or delis? Delis. There's no. Like, what deli do you go to in here, in Winnipeg? In Winnipeg? You could go to um, uh, Falafel Place. Oh, you yeah, could yeah, go yeah. to Bernstein's. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's just church basements. Church basement oh, yeah. front, uh, fundraisers alone. Ooh. Like, you, you're just living Ooh. in that culture. I miss that so much. Yeah. That's so good. I miss a, I miss a good pierogi made by a grandma in a basement right it's a whole and then you have to get into like the german or the ukrainian versus the russian uh pierogi debate i get to get into that argument and i feel like jilted uh russian pierogies have less onion in them which is what i go for because i'm allergic to onion oh all right so is my friend arlie you guys should have a meal together sometime right Oh, I can slide some recipes into her DMs. You should absolutely uh, do that. uh, We got to watch out for each other. I know. I know. Yeah. She lives with Andrea, who's part of Second City as well. Oh, uh, 
I mean, which Andrew? <laughs> Palestinian? Is she Palestinian? Yeah. Uh, I said that like it was a bad uh, word, but it's just not a bad uh, word. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not a bad word. It's just uh, like the, the Andrea I know is not Palestinian. Okay. I was just trying to think for a second to make sure. Um, but yeah, pierogies. I miss it. Okay, you were talking about oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> other men. No, this is this is all par for the course. Okay. Um, you said there were some other mentors and things along the way of your your trip in New York, like. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. I mean, uh, there are are there is the search for mentorship, you know, which is part of it. Some sort of guidance. She's always looking for guidance. She doesn't want to do things. She, out on her own exactly you know so she turns to uh you know a guy in uh who's big up in events you know she's thinking maybe i'll do event planning and you know it's a friend of a friend and mm-hmm. uh you know he he shows her kindness he says let's go meet up at a diner let's let's have some coffee and let's talk about this and you know he's showing her some real generosity and hope for the future and, uh, you know, at one point he asked, so our mutual friend, are you dating him? And she laughs it off and says, no, it's, you know, we're just friends. And it's like, oh, then you should go out with me. It's, I mean, there's a plethora of reasons why this is not going to work, right? She, she just right. looks to say, not attracted to him. Let's just say that. I mean, that's more. I'll see the character with the actor will hire you and be like, oh, yeah, I see how this is not a match. Um, yeah. There's no chemistry. And she says, no. And he goes, well, you're not dating him, so why won't you go out with me? Like, those are the two options, you know? She faces some hard realities that people who, you know, this Canadian sense of of everyone's nice. Not always. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's a a, a grimacing smile. There's a lot of letdowns. A lot of letdowns, you know? But, I mean, that's also healthy for you in the character like mm-hmm. you're getting all the information out of the experience and then mm-hmm. you are surpassing like yeah. you can move on from that experience like it's Absolutely. a very clear like oh i've gotten everything i need out of this mm-hmm. like um if we were to talk about it in terms of like uh, uh the hero's journey and like joseph campbell thing it's like mm-hmm. every time you move past another mentor and they're gone that's another thing deeper into the exploration of the self and your own ego death and understanding. So, I like that. I like that. Ego death. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we use that a lot in conversations. Okay. So in terms of mentors in these types of films, I made a list. Uh, so you've either got the mentor, the best friend, which may or may not be your sister. You can also have a best friend in this. There's usually a guru there's a love interest, and then near the end, you kind of find, oh, I'm my own uh, yeah. mentor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To, to throw more Buddhism into it, you're, you're a bodhisattva. You're the, the teacher you didn't even know you had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. Right. I, yeah, that, I put that, I wrote that all in. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I already have that. that um, I know that's what I'm here for. Yeah. What, what do you want engraved on your Oscar? I mean, uh, um, I'll probably just get like Matt to like write, edit it, do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did, um, okay, so 
would you say that that it is necessarily the last mentor or the last hurdle you have? I think I or? think that it's the last hurdle or the mentor where I I I start where I don't automatically start going to women. You know, the sa- before I find the safety in women, in women, in the safety in, in that, you know, because even with, you know, the character's sister, Tia, it's like there is a bond and a love and respect, but, you know, she feels like, Ava feels like, you know, she's in the way or she's, you know, she's um, a bother and doesn't want to ask for too much. So she doesn't ask for too much when she really needs to be asking the most at that point. And so after having these kind of failed mentorships, after, you know, two, three of these hopes of someone who can sort of take her hand and guide, she realized uh, she needs to stop asking so many men, automatically seeing men as the, the guidance and really looking for more guidance from women. Because there's more of them, too. And that's silly to not include them. Now, is that mainly in your uh, in the sister character, or is that uh, are are we gonna discover yet another woman, a female guru? We're gonna, we're, we're gonna we're gonna discover some more. So uh, Ava at the time is working under the table at a bar, you know, at a cafe bar. She's doing kind of that afternoon shift. She's not getting the big money, but she is getting to shake some cocktails make some drinks, mm. have a little bit of that money. Um, and she's working hard. And, Can she uh, do any of the fun tricks at all? Is there a montage of like bar tricks to show the passage of time and your comfort in New York? Yeah. I mean, she, she watches a lot of cocktails because that's the only DVD she owns in New York. And yeah. so she's diligently learning them. Um, and she, you know, she does a little... A little flair, you know? It's not great, but it's new age. She spills a lot, but there's a rapid dabble to it. Um, so when she's working at this bar, she there's always everyone that comes in, it's like, oh, you Canadian? But actually, the first, the first line is, are you British? And you punctuate lots when you talk. Are you British? That's um, so funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's a line that often gets said to her. And, you know, she correctly was non-Canadian. And uh, the next line is, oh, oh, you know that girl, Courtney, she's Canadian. And then, you know, that always happens. She's like, I don't know this Courtney woman. She must come yeah. later on the day. I don't know her. When I was in England, everyone thought that I was from the Bronx. I'm, I, I don't understand that. Well, you do have that. You're very Bronx-esque. Um, yeah. Yeah. In, in, in temperament. In temperament, yeah. I feel yeah. like I could... I'd be threatened by you. I'd be like, oh man, this is Lizzie from the block. Yeah. Don't mess That's with him. The... Oh, I've, I've had nothing to do during quarantine but push-ups. <laughs> Just you and J-Lo looking fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I was gonna... Oh, what's that movie with uh, Tom Hardy that's just all about him being in prison and just exercising the whole time? I was gonna say that movie, but I'm a nice person. Mm, Like the real Tom Hardy. Right. Like, all the exercise I do is just for my mental health. Like, it helps release the serotonin, it balances me out. It's It's like a meditation. It's my own spiritual journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's great. People should do some more push up meditations. 
yeah, I want to see push-ups and then hugs. I don't want to see push-ups being used for actual physical exertion. No, that's gross. We don't want people, like, looking good for the sake of looking good. We want people looking good because they're so next level on their vibrations. Oh, that's a whole thing about being bipolar, too, is, like, it speeds up my metabolism, I exercise more, I, like, you... If, if I am ever in a crisis, oh, I look good. Like, I'm I'm shredded. You should do run marathons and be like, I didn't practice for this. I am just not doing well. I just, I walk into CAMH, I lift my shirt, and I say, look at these abs. And Actually, they go, you know it's going to be okay. And they take away my belt and my shoelaces, and mm-hmm. they give me a sandwich. Mm-hmm, it's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That sounds, I like the sandwich. Um, that, that does remind me. I feel like there's been certain points. That's Toronto Deli. That's how you get oh, that sandwich. Good old gross smoked beef. Um, <laughs> between two pieces of rye and some sharp mustard. Oh, I miss rye. Oh, yeah. I'm eating rye every day now. Oh, God. And, and, and like, they don't just have honey mustard. Like, here I find you have to say Russian mustard. Oh because yeah, that's people, where it's originally from. Really? And people just put honey mustard in a, a sandwich? Yeah. Automatically? I mean, well, I feel like Subway people. Subway okay. people love their... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Subway the sandwich, not the... Under, yeah. Well, I don't know. They could I mean, hey, TTC, you do yeah, it, yeah. right? Um, so, so your mm, character's sorry. in the bar. And, oh, yeah. Oh, no. Uh, and, and, like... Is it less that there's one individual uh, woman mentor, or do you get involved in a group, or what changes based on this? Okay. I get involved in a group. You know, after for, for months hearing, oh, you should be Courtney. She's also Canadian. Maybe like, you know how many fucking can- Canadians there are in this world? There's like lots. Um, yeah. Yeah. I finally, you know, we're hiding I work among in, you. You never know where the heck we are. We don't tell you. Um, yeah. you think we're See, British, conspiracy yeah. theory. Oh, yeah. We brought it back. We brought it back. Um, yeah, and then my, my dad's wife is a big conspiracy theory. Oh, my mom is too. Oh my god, they should hang out together. We should hate it. Oh yeah, <laughs> that would be great. Okay, well, I'm looking forward to it. Um, so, you know, one night she gets called into, Ava gets called in to work at the big week, the night shift. She's been practicing her cocktail stuff. And, uh, you know, a, a, a lovely woman, you know, orders drink, it gets spilt. It's not right, you know? Something happens. Turns around, she's, uh, she's so polite and so nice about it, you know? Like, and Ava's just like, wow, I'm so thankful that if I have to fuck up, at least it's with a kind person. Turns out, that Courtney, that's Courtney, you know? That's Courtney? Courtney! And then uh, she gives. She's like, oh, I like to close up my tab. And she's like, what's the name? Courtney. And she's like, oh my God. You know? I've been told about you. And then Courtney says, I've been told about you. You're the comedian. And they have a big laugh. Courtney's got a gym bag on her shoulder. You know, Ava makes a remark about it. Next thing they know, like, Courtney's like, come do yoga with me. Ava's like, no, thank you. I've resisted yoga in Vancouver for years. Courtney's not like, nah, uh, uh, 
we gotta do it. We go to Prospect Park, they're playing music, we'll have a good time. There won't people be watching? Who cares? And also yoga is about testing the resistance. A nice sub-context oh, metaphor wow. going on there. Oh wow. I like that. Thank you. You're testing your own it. boundaries. Testing my own boundaries. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Metal. So all, Courtney is tied up in a group of girls. This is what Ava's been looking for the entire time. And with them she finds all about different, the thousands of different little pockets in, in New York. She meets successful for the first time. She meets people, many even, and it goes better because she knows uh, she's got a built-in system now. You know? Yeah, there's a healthy baseline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, now I gotta say, I, I want to know about the difference between movie and life. Did you actually meet Courtney? Is Courtney real? <laughs> Courtney is real. That's Courtney's amazing. Real. Courtney is a, uh, she, she wasn't my mentor in real life, but she was the, the, one of the people that helped, um, make uh, the foreign country feel very comfortable, but it was very, a couple months of people telling me I should meet this Courtney person. I'm in me That's being amazing. like, I don't care about this Courtney. Turns out I do care about Courtney. Is so is it a yoga-based group, or is it is yoga just your gateway with Courtney, and it expands to this whole other group? It was, yeah, it was yoga pants, actually, because I still kind of refuse to do yoga. Yoga leggings was the gateway in real life. But I have to... It just makes you relatable. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what are these things that aren't pants, but like pants? Tell me more. We got it all into it, you know. And soon with Courtney, there was Betty, there was Christina, there, then my sister. You know, that's all real life stuff. You that's lit. yeah. That's you know. awesome. It was a nice time. It was a great time. Courtney's Canadian. She's from Calgary. Um, she's not Métis, but she looks Métis in my opinion. But you know, who am I to say? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so is this around when DJ Dude? Shows up. Ava has to go back to Canada. That's the thing. Visas don't grow just on trees. Oh. Yeah. Harsh tokes, right? You know, she's working on the table. She's not I mean, person. I hate this for you as a person, but I love this as a twist in the movie. Yeah. Right? So, she, you know, that's six you months. Can't see. That kind I'm of literally on the edge of my seat. Oh my goodness. Be careful. I'm dangling. I'm wearing it. Is it a big seat? It's, okay. it's a big seat. It's a tall seat. It's like the back seat of a bus. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she has to, Ava has to go back. You know, it's hitting that six month mark. Here's the thing here's a fun cameo. Um, Ava is so upset about finding this new self that she has to leave behind these new people that she has, her sisters, her. Um, newfound bond with her sister. And even she's got a little love in there too, right? Um, she's at the airport and she's just ugly crying. Just straight up ugly crying. 
and in her, and the only thing to sort of help muffle these tears is that she's half is half eating a, a veggie burger, poorly constructed veggie burger with too much mustard on it that her sister made for her. It's wrapped in it's wrapped in like cooked tin foil. So she's just slowly eating this uh, mess of a veggie burger in line as security and just snot everywhere. And she looks up for some sort of salvation from someone else, some sort of sympathy from someone. And she looks up at the woman ahead of her in line. It's Solange. What? Solange I looks at her. This. Solange looks at her. Sees her in her full entirety mess. Sees the mustard dripping down from her hand. And turns around and pretends like she, <laughs> she can't be bothered. Can I ask, and this might seem ridiculous, yeah. what are you wearing during the whole dripping mustard scenario? Because I'm very sure. worried on a dry cleaning level. Oh, it's a, it's a beige pant for sure. Like a, um, like a, not a, it's a cotton pant. It's not linen. It's not that quality, but you know, it's, it's a beige Okay, pant. that's going to be travel. easier to clean. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, linen, but... linen. That's a hand pressed deluxe job. I just, I, I worry about you. No, no, it's definitely not linen. This is. Uh, there's a store in, in New York called Rainbow where you get clothes for five dollars. Um, it's it's a quality shirt and a rainbow bottom. Wow. Oh. Yeah. That's. You play so both cool. worlds. I also, I I do love the misdirect of Solange. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can't really pay. We can't really play Solange. She's like famous now, so they can't really pay her for like saying lines. So right, right, but it's, it's just, just really like, strong looks. But it's also just a really good metaphor of like, no, you might need to do this one on your own. You mm -hmm. can't always look for the mentor. Oh, it it yeah. was in you all along. You did it. Yeah, yeah. You so put those, like, you're putting pieces together for me right now. So glad you're on the side. Um. Yeah, that's, couldn't that's add what, to This is a free podcast. You're welcome, mm -hmm. audience. I just imagine everyone's having like emotional breakthroughs and also mm -hmm. uh, crying mm -hmm. while having drippy mustard sandwiches. Mm -hmm. Oh, pierogies, yeah. Get your pierogies ready for this, yeah. one, kids. Yeah. 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 Do, okay. So I, I'm assuming you crying in an airport is not the end of this tale. No, there is a, I land back in Vancouver and I, I lined up a, a, a shared accommodations and, you know, it's actually funny. It's like near the end of, of Ava's stay in New York, things on paper couldn't have, you know, in, ter in terms of quality, like couldn't be worse. You know, her sister had to move out and uh, Ava was forced, not forced, but you know, her sister moved out, moved in with the boyfriend. The boyfriend is building a, a home for them together. And their only space for Ava is in the construction area. Right. So she's sleeping amongst construction. At 7 a.m. she's waking up because there's some beautiful men in construction here just hammering away. You know, so that's going down. The, uh, the, the money, she has to leave. She's kind of forced out because she doesn't want to be, because she doesn't want to be uh, flagged, you know, work is a little bit tricky, you know, but amongst all this stuff, she's content, she's happy, and that's, that's the wild thing, you know, it's like, she's leaving, but there isn't a, a arduous kind of 
pull on back and forth with the city. It's just sort of a, a flow with it, to put it in such a simple manner. So there's this flow with the city, and she leaves, and she is on the flight, salon, straight up stiffs her. Um, and, uh... So... She gets so back to Vancouver, yeah. Is, yeah. Well, yes. I mean, you probably learned it. It's it's probably... I'm assuming the culmination of this moment is you rejecting the DJ. It's sort of the... the not the yeah. climax, but the denouement, the like, hey, yeah. she's gonna be okay. Yeah, the DJ, um, the DJ plays a song, he comes over, he tries to say hello. She's are you in him. are you in a club at this moment? Are you It's like it's kind of one of those situations of a, it's not quite a bar, it's like the music's always really good, but there's places to sit. Okay. All right. Yeah. You know, it's like everyone's having a good time. Every, there's like some pool tables and and places to dance at the same time. It's this kind of perfect junction of music means neighborhood dive bar. You know. Right. right. Yeah. So she, it goes back to this place. You know, and we don't know why. We don't. You know, we don't know why. I still thought you've yet to find the reason why she goes back. Maybe she's curious, maybe she wants to torture herself more, maybe she feels like based on where she is, she is the same person, you know, in that city when it, that's not the reality. She, just because she's mm-hmm. in New York doesn't mean she's not New York either. She might be feeling defeated in that moment and you, you, you feel the need to fall oh, yeah. back into old habits. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's great. That's great. Yeah, that's, no, I love that. That's great. Um, so is... Are, are you in the bar and then the DJ picks up or do you go into the bar see the DJ and go like I'm having a drink anyway there is that like the little like it's his night is normally Thursday it's Wednesday she's playing with fire knowing that he could be around but it's likely not she comes in glances up he's at the DJ booth she, she held her head strong because I'm going, I'm going to do this even still. I'm going to have that drink anyway, like you said. It's a little self-destructive in it, but it's defiance as well. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, yeah. The night's going fine. She's talking to her old friends. She's finding she can have conversations a bit better. That she's not looking around the room trying to catch anybody's eye. That she can be more present. She's not looking at her phone, you know. It's a better experience overall. And uh, he plays that song. He plays that song that she knows. He knows. She loves. And she, uh, he like, you know, like, she looks over, turns away, and he starts, he starts coming over. He tells his other DJ buddy to take over. He starts coming over, and she swerves. She swerves him hard. She doesn't talk to him. And I feel like maybe we need more, uh, a bigger push at that moment. I don't know if it's like she goes outside for smoke and then he comes outside and she just he pretends not there. But maybe there's got to be a bigger payoff yeah. for the audience for sure. There's got to be a confrontation. Yeah, like, you're right. 
you've been led on this journey looking for mentor after mentor but at the end you're the main character so we need to see you make the choice to be different because you have this instance of like you could completely fall back to your old life or you could show us what the change is show us what you realized mm-hmm. is, is uh, there maybe a maybe yeah that you think maybe he comes he comes to try to talk to her if, if i had to do this as a parable of like so what what if, what did we learn from all this what what is the takeaway what mm-hmm. choice did you make for yourself yeah at the end of this journey well i think normally he would it's like he would offer her a ride home he offers her a ride home and she says nah i'm good and then her and her girls get into her brand new white patient cab van that could be it that could be it that could be an ending that could be and you're riding into well not a sunset because it's but it's night yeah yeah no that that is perfect that is exactly you you do need a tell him to go yeah fuck off moment for sure yeah Yeah, a little bit more yeah um you know maybe how he's dressed maybe the music he plays say the thing that you always repressed your entire relationship with that person like that's that's the emotional payoff yeah like you look like a, a eight-year-old boy and an 85-year-old man all at once. <laughs> See, that's pretty, that's pretty good off the top. Yeah. Yeah. Even though you, even though you got a, a good downstairs bit, bit, the rest of you is weird. It's probably gonna be more like something. In real yeah. Time. <laughs> I already had therapy today, but this is great. Um, yes. This is the show. Uh, okay, so. I mean, it'll probably be something like you. You don't. You're not very good at DJing. Like it'll be like a. Oh, you don't know how to turn the tables right, or like you never listen to the what's the underlying beat. You know, something that that's kind of shallow but sounds deep. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. You never listen to the rhythm of my heart. It's something. <laughs> right. <laughs> so cheesy. Yeah. We don't have to go that cheesy route, but yeah. You no, know. no, we still yeah. have time. This isn't the final product, but we're just seeing. We know where this is going. We, yeah. We we mapped out the whole thing. Yeah. You know. Um. Uh, I, I feel okay. Positive. So, I, the, there's there's one thing I'm gonna ask to wrap up. Yeah. And then there's another thing I'm gonna ask just to tie in the conversation, and I'm yeah, genuinely sure. interested. And we'll see okay. if Matt keeps it or not. Okay. So yeah. like, l- let's just let's just talk our way through what the actual trailer through this movie goes at. Okay. Like, do you want to start with like in a world or? This summer, or sometimes you just need to find yourself and get lost. Like, what do again, you think? I think it. I think it would be we'd open up on some like light jabs. There'd be no. There'd be no overtone, over voice, like voiceover at the moment. You know, mm-hmm. and it's just like it's like weird light jabs. That kind of that 
and with the word reporter, Babel working at a really nice looking but shitty tasting kind of brewery, right? In yeah. the in the and there's a guy just like talking off like the difference between an IPA is yeah. that the hops are just yes. like totally you know. Absolutely. There yeah. is. Yeah. And uh and then they and then him being like, Can I get a sample? and just being like, I have to ask management, you know, that kind of vibe. But we yeah. don't have to put that all in the trailer. It'd just be her right. silence, a little bit of the music, her polishing a glass, a guy talking to her off. She's not even looking at him, but he's just Someone talking can be to her. Like, yeah. Can we get a sample flight? And you're like, maybe I need a flight. Yeah. That's that's what I like I got no words. That gave me chills. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and then there's a and then an image of a flight taking off. There's a plane and it's a launch over top for like 20 seconds, so we can use it. And um, and it's like yeah. she lands, and then like Ava, she lands, and it's all these really fast zoomy shots of New York City, and she's in the middle. And then and then it's like um, a van up here, beep beep, and a white van pulls up, and it's it's herself dressed up all cool and shit, and she's like get in right yeah yeah <laughs> or like can we back out because we also need we need a moment with the the, oh, the yeah. shitty boyfriend dj oh sorry and i thought this also, was a 15 second one yeah yeah for sure how do you how do you discover it's usually two minutes oh yeah oh oh yeah uh, oh yeah plenty of time then but <laughs> uh how does she discover she has a sister uh, again, she always knew, but um, but I like that this is sticking in your head. So let's okay. let's let's rewrite it. You know, let's rewrite it. She didn't know she has a sister. Let's rewrite this. Um, it's the uh, or you can or what is the sister's impetus? What is the impetus? You're like, I'm gonna go stay with my sister. It's a DJ. It's a harp. The DJ. The DJ chooses. Mm. And the DJ uh, gets a does an event outside of the city, and uh, she finds out later that he could have invited her, but invited someone else instead. What? Yeah. That bastard. Yeah. And she found out through the the deep diving creepy way. Not creepy, but like she crept the the tagged photos and she sees oh shit he's there with someone else oh wow yeah and is the there a whole argument of like i can't hear the beats of my heart over your needs that's yeah. that's him oh that's him so, oh, i was like so wow i didn't think i was that cheesy but yeah no yeah no yeah yeah. No, I was yeah. giving you an excuse to be like, oh, you're dumb, and just, like, leave, or, you, you know. Yeah. Flip a table. I don't, it, it's your I, Well, like, if it's if it's the beginning, I don't think she has that strength. I think it's him that yeah. goes, I need to see where this goes with this person. I, And you're like, you don't know this person. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, I need to see where this goes. And you're like, why have you never wanted to see where we can go? Right. 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 And then suddenly, like, he kicks you out. You need a place to stay. So you're going to New York. Oh. You see yourself, the metaphor of yourself in a van that you get in. 
Yeah, it's like he didn't even kick me out. It's like we we're in a weird living situation together where we're not together, but we're, to, we're like we're roommates, but we're also kind of together. You know, it's like he invited her out to come out to. Mm. He was like, "Oh yeah, you can come to Vancouver. I have a room available," and she thinks it's something more. But he's like, "Oh yeah, you're my roommate." But he's but they sleep in the same bed every night. You know. Oh. It's so it's so um, it's so messy, right? I also want to see a scene with you and your sister, and and she's just like, and you can't sleep on that couch. And you're like, why can't I sleep on that couch? And then you go to actually sit on the couch and almost break it. And you're like, no one should sleep on that couch. And it's yeah. like a weird bonding fight yeah. moment. Yeah, that's I love that because that's usually what this, the fights are. It's like you're trying, you're saying the same thing, but you're speaking two different languages. Right, you're trying your own independence, and she's trying to protect you, mm-hmm. and it's both for the same reason. It's like she wants you to have your comfort, and you want comfort. You both are wanting your comfort. Yeah, to, you're yeah. trying to make a boundary. She's trying to protect you. It's both the same boundary. Yeah, my therapist says uh, life is just a series of miscommunications. Communicating is just the oh yeah the series of miscommunications. So, yeah, then we cut to montage of, like, everyone's like, you should meet, um, I'm sorry, what was her name? Courtney. Uh, uh, Courtney. 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 Yeah. Yeah, it's like a montage of me in New York, um, a classic getting things splattered on me, trying to eat street meat, street meat's going on the, on the concrete, having a real rough go of it, but then slowly the, the, um, bodega workers are calling me mommy, and I'm like, what's up, poppy? And I'm like, I did it. I said it in the right tone. And, you know, just having those little moments. You're constantly known for being covered in mustard stains. (laughs) Yeah, true. Trying to eat uh, trying to eat sandwiches on one of those bus things. It hits a bump. Mustard. Mustard everywhere. In the airport. Mustard. Mustard. One of those times I gotta wear be wearing glasses and I got mustard on my glasses. Um, I've been there. Like the guy, I'm, I end I'm up everything. The, oh wow, yeah, same. My gosh, they're gross. But the guy who, who ends up being like a very loving, nurturing, but short-term thing in New York, we meet because I have mustard on my glasses, and he wipes it away, and I don't even care. I'm like, whatever, I got mustard, and he wipes it away. And then because he wipes it away, I can finally see that he is incredibly good-looking in my eyes. Right. So, yeah. So. That's like the meat cube and, that we and, have. And you say thank you, and he says, "You're already enough. You don't need me, but let's get coffee." <laughs> I thought I, I was like he was gonna lick the mustard off his thumb after, uh, but yeah. Oh, that's 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 a little bit hot. That's yeah, that's right. Like hot. It's like cute hot. Right. Yeah. It's Shout like intimate, but there's still boundaries and playful. Yeah. Where you're like, whoa. Okay. What's this guy doing? I I, I would watch the shit out of this movie. Do you have a title in mind? Um, I thought we were doing a hard walk. Hard dirt walk. A hard walk? A hard walk. Hard walk. Yeah. Hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or vacation caps. No, our, it's, you know, I don't, I feel like it'll come to me in a dream. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So... Tentatively, we're going to put a hard walk. Okay. Or a hard walk, yeah. 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 
a heart walk. Ava, <laughs> thank you so much yes. for being here. Uh, I Thanks feel I feel I feel lighter. I feel like I I I learned about myself. We laughed mm-hmm. while we learned. Mm-hmm. I understand myself better. I have goals and, and like empowerment. This this honestly was just one of the sweeter and more emotionally compelling uh, oh. stories I've had so far. Oh, wow. and, thank you. And, I, and thank funny. you so much. Thank you so much for having me. This has been educational and an eye-opener for me, too. Can't wait for us to hit the box office. <laughs> oh, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, this, this has been great. Okay, uh, thank you for listening. Um, and, and keep listening. You're welcome, the audience. Up Your Life has been a stupid fancy production in partnership with Showbiz Monkeys. The show was hosted and created by Andrew Lazotte. You can find Andrew on Twitter and Instagram as at or check us out on Facebook at Punch Up Your Life. Theme music was composed and performed by Leif Ingerbritsen, photography by Tyra Sweet, and artwork was designed by Todd Graham. The show was produced, edited, fact-checked, and all questions and tangents were researched by me, Matt Ardill. Please remember to like and subscribe, and leave a comment. Let us know which stories you'd like to see get made into a film, or pitch us your own story. Who knows? You could end up being the next guest of the show. Thanks for listening, and remember, you are the hero of your own story. <laughs>